This is Encore Performances, reconnecting with friends of GBA. I'm your host, Joel Carson, the Executive Director of the Geoprofessional Business Association. GBA is known for engaging with amazing speakers at our conferences, and in this series, we reconnect with past keynotes that have become old friends of GBA to see where life has taken them and learn from their journey. They are American heroes, best-selling authors, business leaders, executive coaches, all experts in their field and brilliantly engaging. I hope you enjoy reconnecting with these friends of GBA as much as I do. Today, I'm reconnecting with an engaging speaker from our 2014 fall conference held in the city by the bay, San Francisco. I'm thrilled to reconnect an expert on empathy, emotional intelligence, and authentic communication. Welcome, Val Reese. Hey, so glad to be here. Val Reese provides talent development training, assessments, and coaching programs to companies wanting to create teams that thrive. She's trained hundreds of leaders on how to bring out the best in their employees and themselves. And she's also the author of a soon-to-be-published book with the working title, Chief Inspiration Officer, How to Lead the Team Everyone Wants to Be On. I'm really looking forward to reading that book, and it's really great to talk to you again, Val. Welcome. Thank you so much, Joel. Always good to talk to you as well. Well, let's jump in to a few questions I have for you. In 2014, you acknowledged the demands of society and the resultant pressures of stress and worry in our work and personal lives. You shared with us the importance of increasing resilience to productivity, engagement, to improved relationships, and really overall quality of life. Val, will you please talk to us again about how resilience is so important and how it's maybe even more important now during these uncertain times? Yeah, so resilience, I would say right now, especially, many are looking to the leader to see how we respond to the challenges, day-to-day stress. They're looking to see, are you calm? Are you collected? Are you confident? How are you responding? So I think more than ever, we have an opportunity right now to uh, be a role model for the people around us and to become more resilient. We're almost becoming forced to be more resilient because there is so much unknown around us. Uh, And I think part of that is it's okay to address the elephant in the room and talk about it. And it's okay to have open dialogue around it. It's okay to feel what we feel and to acknowledge what we feel, and, uh, and to ensure that the people around us know that it's okay to be stressed right now. And that's, that's part of being more resilient in not running away from it. I'm glad that you brought up um, acknowledgement, because uh, that was some, one of the tools, I think, that you shared with our members when we, when we were together, when you were talking about how to address conflict uh, through acknowledgement and validation, lessons that really stuck with me. So could you just review the importance of that tool to help us improve our productivity and our relationships with our coworkers and our families? 
look, we're all human, right? And part of being human is we're going to have emotions and we're going to feel certain things. And, and those emotions are going to lead us to behave a certain way. That could be maybe we become avoidant. Maybe we become defensive. Maybe we become passive, uh, passive aggressive, irritable. <laughs> and given that we're spending a lot of time with our uh, friends and family, uh, depending on your proximity to your neighbors, and you're seeing your family members probably more often, some of those little gremlins are coming out. And it's acknowledging and validating is just having empathy and being able to say to somebody, wow, it sounds like you're just frustrated today or sounds like you're having a hard time dealing with this. It's not sympathizing where you're getting into the weeds and you go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you're dealing with this and poor you, this must be so tough. It's, it's just about holding space for somebody to be and feel what they feel. And, and what I found is that when you do that, people move through challenges faster. Uh, they just want to feel heard and listened to. And if we can provide that as leaders, then we've created, uh, we've created a safe space for people to uh, move through the challenges and focus on uh, the work at hand or the solutions and communicate better. Yeah, that, that's a great reminder to us. These are challenging times, so challenging. And, and uh, I think we have to pull out the, all the tools right now to address um, the unknowns, uh, the, the um, uncertainty of the future. And um, I think that we all need to practice a lot more empathy um, to everyone, the, the people that are uh, still working uh, at the grocery stores uh, so hard for us and and um, and our coworkers and our families. It's just a great reminder. One of the part, points that you brought up during your conversation was about judging and that it's a natural, normal behavior, but judging creates a lot of stress and results in decreased productivity. Um, you talked to us about judging others and situations and ourselves. Can you remind us how we can refocus judgment to reduce stress? First, I just want to say judgment is present in all of us. Um, in, in some form, in some way. Uh, if anyone's ever listened to Brene Brown, and she's spent a lot of time uh, studying and researching the topic of vulnerability, and one of the, the reasons why it's so difficult for us to be vulnerable is because we put up an armor around ourselves. And, and one of the ways we put up an armor to protect ourselves from, from pain or or judgment of other people is to then judge first. So uh, let's say we're working on a project and we are gonna be delayed on that project and we don't wanna look bad. Um, the first thing we might do is say, oh, it's because Mike over there is just so lazy, you know, or, or Karen over there is just not organized, right? And we put labels on things because uh, it helps us feel protected, it helps us feel better, at least temporarily. You know, we don't always do it 100% of the time, but we might not even be aware that we're doing it. But judgment is very much a natural part of, of life. And so catching ourselves in that moment, go, oh, okay, if I continue to judge, I, I, I am, whether it's intentional or not, uh, creating some sort of disconnect in this relationship uh, in this example, let's say with Mike or Karen, right? 
because then when I go to communicate, it's with an underlying tone of judgment. <laughs> so yeah. one way out of it is to, even if you can find like 1% that you like and appreciate about the other person, sometimes when we're really worked up about something not going our way, it's, it's hard even sometimes to find the 1% and things can feel very absolute and we can use words like, they're always this way, they're never this way, uh, but there's usually that 1% and if not more, and I'd like to think more, genius in the room. When we can find that genius and we can focus on it, it does really help us stop judging. I think that's gonna, uh, another area that uh, we really need to focus on because it's easy to judge others and easy to judge our, the environment that we're in right now um, and be hard on ourselves. I, I think we have to find that 1% or more in ourselves often too uh, to, to keep, our, keep that stress reduce, reduced. And so, really good point, because I'm talking about, you know, leaders and how they present towards others, but even the empathy, when we talked about earlier, empathy towards ourselves, right? Like having patience and acknowledging our, our gifts and not trying to be perfect and everything. This is, a, this is part of the biggest gift we can give back to ourselves. We do that for ourselves. We can do that for others as well. So thank you for bringing that up. It's a great point. So I have had the opportunity as I'm talking with my friends and colleagues uh, since March to look for that glimmer of hope, to, to look for a message of hope. And so I've been asking them to fill in the blanks to the following. The silver lining in all of this is blank. Well, what, what is the silver lining in all of this for you? I believe the silver lining is that good will come from this. And it's, you know, I, I love this image somebody shared on, on Facebook the other day. It was just an image of a black dot on the screen. And they asked, what do you see? And there were a bunch of responses, like, I see a black dot. Am I supposed to see anything else? And finally, somebody said in the comments, I see a lot of white space. And I think that's where we're, we're at right now. We just, we see a big black dot and it's hard to see the white, which could represent the good, the, the, the learnings, the lessons, um, the gifts that will come from all this. Uh, and that's just life, right? It's kind of like if we were given a performance review and we heard 90 wonderful things, but we focus in on that one thing that we didn't love. Uh, I think things like climate change or people's work-life balance becoming better or, or maybe connecting more with their kids, uh, I believe in every tragedy and every challenge, there is something that we learn and we grow from. And it's having that trust and that faith and that hope in that. Uh, that's the silver lining that I see right now. I know that you normally spend a lot of your time working with and coaching leaders and, in and teams to improve productivity. And where are you focusing your time on now? Most of my time recently has been spent wrapping up the book and also doing virtual trainings, whether it's in person or online. Managers want to inspire. They want to show up in a confident, reliable way, and they want the tools to do that. And I, I find it very wonderful that companies are still engaging their leaders and they're still asking their leaders to step up and uh, be an inspiration to their team. 
And uh, the virtual training world has been very exciting. Uh, I, I was worried at first, uh, how would this translate after teaching so much online but, or in person? But the online experience has been fun uh, and people are getting a lot out of it and things that they can use right away. So that's, that's what has been keeping me busy and it's been really fun. So tell us a little bit about more about your book. So you're uh, completed a, a lot, most of it and it's uh, ready to be published soon? Yeah, so I am in the process of shopping for or looking for a publisher. I just got finished up with the editor and the book has four parts to it and it is really all about what does it take to be that chief inspiration officer and lead that team everyone wants to be on and it will include things like how to have difficult conversations and how to know what your people are craving and what is your vision and how to communicate that to bring everybody on board and most importantly how to be your own muse and uh the way that I define Muse is, is your own coach, so that when you can tell things aren't going the way you want them to go, what do you do about it? And what are the, the ways to shift that so that you can create an environment that is, uh, and a culture that is unified and people are thriving under your leadership, so. That is awesome. I, I could just tell by the, the uh, energy in your voice how excited you are about this process and, and being able to share your message with the world through Chief Inspiration Officer. Uh, sounds like a great book title. I can't wait to read it. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate your support. Val Reese's website is www.executive-muse.com. That information is included in the show notes so that our listeners can go and look for all your contact information as well as information about your book, Val. Uh, before we leave, what message would you like to leave us with? I, I just want to leave the message that people are a gift and we are surrounded by beautiful, wonderful gifts all around us. And if we lead them and treat them wisely, then it comes back and they stay and they're loyal and they're engaged. And just seeing the beauty around us with the people we lead is one of the best things we can do. Yeah, leadership is definitely an, an honor and uh, a gift that we have to uh, cherish. So thank you for that message. It has been really fun and my honor to spend some more time with you today, Val. And I really look forward to reading your book. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Bye, Joel. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encore Performances, Reconnecting with Friends of GBA. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe and listen to future episodes. I'm confident you'll be inspired, informed, and entertained. For more great resources to help make you and your business smarter, stronger, and more successful, visit our website at geoprofessional.org. Thank you again for listening to your continued success.